Sister Lorraine asking me to wor lead worship today. I, this is what I'd be doing if I was home. So uh, they're making me feel at home. And uh, I miss Sister Lorraine Flowers. She is awesome, as y'all know. And uh, we're just thankful for what God's doing with them here. You can be seated and, and uh, let's worship the Lord together. I'm going to sing a song. Several of you have bought uh, my CD, and I appreciate that. I don't, I'm not here trying to sell those, but I'm thankful for the opportunity. I really just did it, the CD, so my grandkids wouldn't forget me. Because uh, I'm 62, and it, you, know, you never know what's going to happen. I've had a heart attack. I've had some things go sideways a little bit health-wise, but I'm doing great now. Thank the Lord. But uh, I hope these eight grandkids won't forget me. But I want to sing a song that's so true. If you got a need today, and I feel it, I've already, we've already responded once. But I'm telling you, we, we, work, we worship and serve a God that knows no impossibilities. He can do anything that you ask. Bible says ask or even think sometimes my imagination gets pretty pretty big but he's bigger than that hallelujah so worship to get worship our God together as we sing this song chain breaker hallelujah if you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles if you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. Yes, he is. If you need freedom or saving, He's a prison-shaking Savior. If you've got chains, He's a chain-breaker. Hallelujah. We've all searched for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight. We've all run to things we know just stay right. But there's a better life, there's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker, yes he is. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Glad he is, hallelujah. If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody testify. If you believe it, I believe it. If you can feel it, if you can see it, somebody testify, testify. If you believe it, if you receive it, yeah, if you can feel it, somebody testify. If you've got pain, he's a pain taker. Yeah, if you feel lost, 
a way maker if you need freedom or saving he's a prison shaking savior if you got change he's a chain breaker yeah if you need freedom or saving he's a prison shaking savior if you got change he's a chain breaker I'm glad I know who he is, don't you? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't we stand one more time? Praise God. I know we've already uh, had a couple of people come forward and laid hands on them and prayed for them. But... Uh, I feel like the Lord has illuminated a couple of people to me. I just want to follow after him. And uh, brother, brother Matt, brother Anthony, sister Elena, if you would come and stand in the front here. I feel like the Lord wants to, uh, to minister to you through the body today. Brother Anthony, I think he's back there with the offering. But as soon as he is, if somebody can, can let, let him know, I, I don't. I don't have any specific things other than the Lord was specific to me about us needing to pray for these these members of our body. Brother Anthony, if you don't mind just coming and standing here in the front, I want to pray for for you all. Why don't you just, if you can, space out a little bit. I'm just going to let the Lord minister here today. And now I don't, I'm not asking everybody, but if you feel like you want to come and lend yourself to prayer for one of these individuals, I am encouraging you to do so just to respond to the leading of the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you are good. Jesus, I pray today, God, that you would flow. Lord, I pray that you would you would flow today god i pray that you would minister strength today i pray that you would minister strength today god strengthen the body and strengthen the mind strengthen the spirit today in the name of jesus lord in your name i pray that you would speak direction into these lives speak a word of direction lord god that would order their steps God, that would set the direction for them in the name of Jesus. I pray edify them today, O oh God. Let their faith be increased, Lord. Let their faith be increased today in Jesus' name.
In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you for your willingness to let the Lord flow here. Praise God. I appreciate you all. Amen. You know, sometimes it takes a few months of time off for us to realize how much we need the strength of this body. And when it's ripped away from you for whatever reason, you realize it and you learn it real fast. I need that. Amen. I'm going to dismiss our children and our young people to their classes. We're going to have a youth class upstairs today. Children are downstairs. Praise God. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask Brother Hart if he would come and greet you all. Share anything that he might be feeling from the Lord today. Amen. I wonder if we can just close our eyes and continue to call on the Lord for a moment this morning. Jesus, we don't want to let you pass us by today. Father, we want to be sensitive. We want to be yielded to you and what you're doing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, it's okay to call upon the Lord. It's okay. It may seem like he's been silent. It may seem like you have no direction. But I promise you, he knows exactly where you're at today. He knows exactly what you're struggling with. He knows exactly what you're feeling. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, it's never my intention. I feel like I get put in this situation a lot. It's never my intention to stall or to just belabor a point. But at the same time, I, I have a great responsibility, as each of us do, for Filled with the Holy Ghost, called by God. We have a responsibility to be obedient to Him, to His voice, and to throw my schedule, my plans out the window. And that applies for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It applies for our our time and in a structured service when we think, okay, this, this thing is supposed to be next. 
but it feels like the Lord's just <laughs> pumped the brakes. And if we're not careful in our, our religious tradition and routine, we can get caught up into, into just moving forward with our plans, with our schedule, and miss what God wants to do in a moment of time. Amen. The Lord puts me in these situations sometimes where I <laughs> handed the mic and I know, I know what he wants to do in a sense, but he doesn't necessarily give me any words. But if anything, I feel like it's my responsibility to come up here and, and wait and give you the opportunity before, before he passes by to give you the opportunity to respond today. Jesus name. Jesus name. One more time. Can we close our eyes? Let's call upon the Lord today. And we're not in a hurry. I don't feel any pressure. I want I want the Lord to have his way. Amen. You know, sometimes the Lord comes and kind of like with the sifting of the wheat after it's been on the threshing floor, it just shake things up and uh, life feels like it's just like you're in the, the dryer just tumbling. <laughs> and the Lord's had two scriptures on my heart. One in Isaiah chapter 2 and the other one in, I think, Acts chapter 3, if I remember right. And in Isaiah chapter 2, he's speaking of the, the judgment of the Lord, the, the great day of the Lord. And all of these, these great these things in the earth, these people with their mini chariots and their gold, their silver, their, their dependence on on the world, their dependence on the treasures that they have in the world and the system of the world. But then the judgment of God coming. And it says in that day, he's going to shake the earth. He's going to shake out those impurities. He's going to shake out those, those idols, those things that we put above him, that we exalt above him. He's going to shake the earth. I, I, I believe there's going to be a physical shaking. But at the, same at the same time, there's a shaking in the spirit that has to happen for those things to be shaken out, to be sifted out of our lives. And I believe we're in a place as the church where we, I was convicted the other day because I was praying and I said, Lord, I need you now more than ever before. And he kind of stopped me in that moment and said, you've needed me as much as you need me now all along. 
If you think you've done any of this on your own ability, you, you've been deceived. I, I don't need him anymore now when the storm is going crazy than I did yesterday when I thought I had it all together. I need him every day, totally, completely. But when that shaking comes, I have to be willing to allow the separation from some things. To be willing to allow the, the sifting of, of maybe some people, some friends, some relationships, some, some habits, some hobbies, some TV shows, some playlists on my Spotify, some channels on YouTube. Those are, those are the things that God's going to, in this, in this last day, in this hour, he's going to require of us as his church, being pure, being holy, being separated unto him. And in the, in the book of Acts, it's a, it's a pretty familiar scripture when the, um, the apostles were there together. And I, like I said, I think it's Acts chapter 3. Let me look real quick, and then I'm going to get out of the way. But they're praying. They've, they've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I can't remember where it's at, but you'll, you'll know it when I mention it. Look it up later. But they, they've been filled with the Holy Ghost already. They're praying, and they ask God for, they ask the Lord for boldness. They pray that God would fill them with boldness, and, and the Spirit of God moves, and it shakes the place where they were at, shakes it physically as, he, as the Spirit of God responds to their prayer for boldness. So I don't know if those two passages, two scriptures go together in any way or not. But it, just in my spirit in the last couple of days, the way that God's been dealing with me is once I allow a shaking of separation that his spirit brings, once I allow that shaking and I become separated unto him in a greater way than ever before, then I can yield to the Holy Ghost that's in me. And I can yield to that boldness that he wants to put on me. And I can then allow him to shake me and shake the things around me and, and use me for, for his glory. Use me in a boldness that on my own I don't have. That on my own I'm the one shaking. <laughs> I'm shaking in my boots saying, God, there's seven or eight million people out there. How can I do it on my own? How can... We, even as the church, do it on our own. And if we get our eyes on the world and the natural things, then we will we'll be the ones shaking in fear, thinking it's impossible. But if we allow a separation in ourselves unto God, if we allow a purging out of all the things of this world, the gold, the silver, the horses, the chariots, we allow the separation of those things there will be a shaking in the Holy Ghost. I believe it's going to happen. Amen. Well, one more time, let's just call on the Lord. I'm done. I'm going to pass this off. But I think one more time, the Lord is, is beckoning us this morning. 
He's beckoning some of you. you. You feel the still small voice of God just in your spirit calling you, separating you unto him deeper than ever before. But it's going to require some, some giving off of some things. It's going to require saying no to some certain things and, and saying yes to a deeper place, a deeper consecration with him. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Bishop, do you want this microphone? Okay, thank you. I'm reminded of the words, the lyrics to a song where it says that when Satan turns and whispers, you've sinned. No use to praying. I look away to Jesus, and he tells me what to say. I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. When you repented and were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, the blood of Calvary is applied. Let me read to you briefly in the scripture out of Luke chapter 22 at verse 54. And they took him And led him, brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. When they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire. Earnestly she looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while... Another saw him and said, Thou art, or yeah, thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after, another confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also was with him. For he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter 
went out and wept. And Jesus was led to Calcutta. And on Calvary's hill of sorrow, he shed his blood for all humanity. They put him in a tomb. And after a time, there were those that went to see him at the tomb. And then they came back to the apostles with their report and said, He's, He is not there. He is alive. He is, he is risen. And we were told to tell you and to tell Peter also. Satan has a way of leveraging our history. I have a lot of history in these valleys. I can take you up the freeway here to the turn just before the overpass on Yakima Avenue, where in my drunkenness one night, out too late, fell asleep at the wheel, went off the road in the middle and flipped my pickup many times, brand new pickup. And every time I drive past there, I can't help but look over and remember. I can take you to Roy's Hardware on Yakima Avenue and 4th, where one night I was stopped by the police three times. I was driving drunk. I was driving erratic, and they never arrested me. I can remember the one tall, tall police officer looked down and said, Larry... You're playing a dangerous game and handed my license back to me. And I drove off with a six-pack right there on the seat. And he didn't even arrest me. So if I go to the hardware store or if I'm driving up Yakima Avenue and I pass by forth, I can't help but, in my mind, rehearse the various times of failure in my life. Now, here's what I've noticed. There are times when, from this side, there's a a, a voice that comes to me. And as I drive past places in the valley, sometimes in Toppenish by Willie's Tavern, and sometimes in Wapato, and sometimes in Yakima, and uh, the voice will remind me and say, Yeah, you remember that time? You were a sloppy drunk. Yeah, I was. And then it wouldn't be long. I would come past another place, a landmark of my past. And that voice on the left side would say, remember that situation? Bet you're not very proud about that situation. Yeah, I, I remember. And if I'm not careful, I would allow the accusing voice of the brethren To try to bury me. And cause me to pull back. From God's anointing. But I was. It was like. The Lord was rehearsing this with me. 
And then he showed me a point where he came to my right side. And he said, you see this as a parade of failure. But what I see is a parade of victories. Look at that. That's where my blood covered you. Look at this situation. That's where my blood covered you. The Lord wants to help somebody here today. I feel a tenderness in his spirit to minister here today. It's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a parade of failure for, for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a parade of victory. Look at that one. Remember that one? How about that one? There's nothing in your life I can't cover. This is why we're adamant about ministering the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the death, burial, and the resurrection of Christ. To know that it's in repentance and water baptism that the blood is applied. We receive the Holy Ghost and this is our, our new birth experience. But we, remember what I said a couple weeks ago? We've got to have a, a revelation of the blood. You got to have it because you got to carry it on through life. There are situations that will let you down in your own life. There will be failure. There will be problems. But the Lord isn't there to accuse do you realize what the scripture says? God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Come on, he's not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. Thank God for the blood. When Satan turns to whisper, You've sinned. Ain't no use in praying. I look away to Jesus. And he tells me to say, I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. Its waves which reach the throne of God are sweeping. That's what I feel here this morning. Sweeping over me. I'm thanking God for His blood. Shed blood. He never spilled a drop. He shed it. It was His life to lay down. It's only He that can pick it back up again. Thank God for His blood. Praise God. Elder. Why don't you stand with me? I feel the Lord wants to make an appeal. If you have not been baptized in water with the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, called at the time that you were baptized. That's the formula that 
the scripture gives us to use. If you have not done that, and you want to do that, my appeal to you is to let me know today that you want that done. We will make it happen. The second part of this appeal is if you have been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, you need to exercise that today. Now, what in the world does that mean? How do you exercise that? The scripture says, arise and walk in newness of life. That is exercising. That is not a, this happened to me one time so I could get a certificate and I put that plaque on the wall and acknowledge it or have this memory in the back of my head that that happened one time. That's not arising. That's not walking. There's no newness of life there the beautiful thing about this you could be baptized in Jesus name when you are 6 years old or 16 years old or 26 or 36 or 46 or 50 it doesn't have to be on the sixes it could be anywhere in there you can be baptized as a child with the understanding of why you're getting baptized. I'll make that distinction. You, or as an adolescent, as a teenager, as an adult. Somewhere in your past. And the work, the supernatural work that takes place at the time is forever. I don't have to get re-baptized every time I hear that voice say, but do you remember this sin? Or think about what you did. I don't have to get re-baptized, but I do have to exercise the faith of the work of being baptized. Otherwise, I'm giving in to the voice of the accuser. So I exercise the faith of that work of being baptized. Now, there's a few of you here that have been baptized as recently as when I started coming to this congregation. Brother Gary, Brother Adam. And as I know there's a few of you that just shortly before my time were baptized. And I know that there's a few of you that way back, decades ago, were, Brother Clyde, how old were you when you were baptized? 16 years old. See, there are, there are works of faith. All, they reach all the way back. I mean, I was just a child. But what I am feeling today, this appeal today, is for every one of us 
If you have not been, this appeal is to be. And if you have been, this appeal is to exercise it, to understand it. Now, I, I want to give us an opportunity to pray. I'm going to encourage you, if you will find a separate place from where you're standing right now, even for no other reason but to symbolize what it is that we're going to be praying, this exercising, okay? I, many of you, I, I know I've said this before, but uh, I heard one minister talking about how he wanted to be used in miracles and signs and wonders. And this was, this was decades ago that this happened. But he said he reached out to a minister who had been used prominently in that type of a ministry. Miracles here and laying on of hands and miracles and seeing all these things. And when he reached out to that man and he said, I need some of that. What do I need to do to start seeing that in my life and in my ministry and in my walk? And he said... He just started talking to me about the blood of Jesus. He said, anyone that's going to be used in the spirit has to have a revelation, an understanding of the work of the blood in your life. The reasons why we, we're hearing that we are hearing them today. If I don't have that understanding, then as soon as I go to lay hands on somebody, and I am expecting and have faith the Lord's going to do an awesome thing. That voice is going to come right there on my left side and say, Who are you to lay hands on somebody? Who are you to pray for somebody? What makes you think that you could see? And if I don't have this understanding that we're talking about today, even just a tiny little sliver of, of doubt or unbelief, and I give way to that. Think about this, if you will. The scripture says if, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to a mountain and it can be moved. What do you think doubt the size of a mustard seed could do? What do you think unbelief, just a tiny bit of it, could prevent? And what we are hearing today is the solution for that. It's not because of me. It's not because of who baptized me. It's not because of who I go to church with or who my bishop is. It's not any of that. It's a work of faith. It's obedience to the word of God. When I obey and when I exercise that faith, now I get to claim and see all that his word says. Amen. I'm going to encourage you, find a place to pray. Let the Lord do this work in you right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, the front's open if you want to turn and kneel, if you want to walk around. But I'm encouraging you, find a place to pray. Exercise that faith right now. Lord, I thank you for washing away my sin. I thank you for being the Lamb of God, slain before the foundation of the world. It's you that takes away sin, Lord. It's you that washes clean. It's you that makes whole, Lord. You make the dirty pure. You make that which is unclean clean. 
Jesus, you take my flesh, Lord, and you wash it. You renew it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm thankful, Lord, that almost 30 years ago I was able to go down in the waters of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and that my sins were remitted. I'm thankful for it, God. Jesus, I exercise that faith today. I exercise that faith today, Jesus. Lord, just as the Word says, Hallelujah. I've been to the water. I've been baptized. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for it, God. Jesus, let me walk in a way that has faith. Let me walk in a way, Lord Jesus, that I can see the work that you are doing. I thank you for it, God. I claim it today, Jesus. Come on, if you've already been baptized, claim it today. Lord, I claim it today. I am thankful for it today, Jesus. Lord, I claim the revelation of the blood of Jesus, how it washes away my sin, how it takes away my sin, how it puts me in right standing with you. I'm thankful, Jesus. I'm thankful, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that there will be a revelation, Lord God, for those who have not been baptized, Lord, or who have not been baptized in the name of Jesus. I pray the revelation, the supernatural, revealing and uncovering of the Word of God and how it would apply to each life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, this is the way that you have given us. This is the path that you have given us. Lord, I exercise my faith. Jesus, it's what I have to stand on. It's what I have to lean on. I'm thankful for it today, God. Lord, I'm claiming many souls, God, that would get this revelation, that would be baptized in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it be done according to your will. Let it be done according to your will in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My past is under your blood. My past is under your blood. My sin, my guilt, my shame, it's under your blood, Jesus. It covers, it covers my sin. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for it. Hallelujah. 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 I thank you, Jesus. Scripture says, marvel not, marvel not, you must be born again. 
marvel not. I don't even have to wonder about it. The more I wonder and question and try to figure it out, the more I'm going against that scripture. Marvel not. You must be born again, except a man is born of the water and of the Spirit. He's not going to see the kingdom of God. Marvel not that you must be born again. obedience to the act of faith come on what the Lord is doing here today it is supernatural you might be thinking I don't feel what I normally feel that's alright what the Lord is doing today is supernatural hallelujah hallelujah the direction today is to be baptized in the name of Jesus in obedience to the word of God. That is what gets you through. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I want to I just want to take one minute and explain something else about this. I I am the least interested in in religious debates or debates for the sake of debates or just talking all around a subject from every angle. That's not me. There's some people like that, and they enjoy that. And God bless them. Give them wisdom to win. That's what I would pray. But there is a, there is a prevailing thought when it comes to baptism, especially among the world of those with a religious identity of any kind or a religious knowledge of any kind. That prevailing thought is you don't... Baptism is a work, a work of your flesh. And, uh, and the Bible says you're not saved by works. You know, you can't do something to be saved. And being baptized is doing something. That's the, that's the, uh, the thought that they would try to, to uh, portray along those lines. But obedience, I mean, there's... This is not a Bible study on the subject. We could go in detail about this. Faith without works is dead. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Those are commands. The like figure whereunto now baptism doth even also save us. Eight souls were saved by water. And even now doth baptism save us. We are buried with him in baptism. I need, there, the scriptures are out there. But what, I, what I'm wanting you to know is 
I don't look at a date on a calendar or a date on a certificate and say, because this happened on this date, I'm now saved. But because this happened on this date, when I went down, I applied the scripture to my life through obedience. The way that I heard one man of God say it is, obedience is the sign of indwelling faith. By grace are you saved through faith. And my faith is only visible. I'll give you an example. If I had faith that I could just take a step off of here and not fall, I could tell you all day, I have faith. But until I actually do it, I'm not going to do that. Unless the Lord, you know, wants me to. But I can say it all day and there is no action there that proves that I even have a faith. But my action, my work, the thing that I do is the proof that I believe what I'm saying. So the obedience to the word of God is the visible manifestation of my indwelling faith, the faith that I have in here. So if you find somebody that says, oh, you don't have to be baptized. If you find somebody that says that's just a work of the flesh and you don't get saved by works, tell them it's not a work of my flesh. It's a supernatural obedience to the word of God. I'll, I would even go here. If you love me, keep my commandments. One of his commandments was be baptized. Repent and be baptized. And then go forth and baptize others, teaching them that this is what they're supposed to do. It's, it's not just an optional thing. It's not something we do when we feel like it. I'll even say this. It's not something we put on the calendar and make an invitation to everyone that says, if you want to be baptized, we're doing it on the third Sunday of the month. If I was just trying to get numbers on a ledger, I might consider that. So that I could tell somebody, we baptized five today, ten today, twenty-five today. Because we put out an announcement. It's not what it's about. In fact, I would go as far as to say, if you take somebody into the waters of baptism and they are not ready for it, you have done them a great disservice. We make sure that people know what they are going into. All of this that's been said today, if you start out with that understanding, you have a leg up. You're ahead of the game. And then you know, that's why I did what I did. Jesus, I thank you for ministering to us today. I thank you for the truth of your word. God, I thank you for this 
this direction that you've given to us today. Lord, I'm thankful that I have this opportunity, Jesus, to exercise my faith in you. I have this opportunity, God, to claim the work of your blood and the work of your spirit in my life. I'm thankful for it today, God. Jesus, I pray that you would continue to speak, God, these things that you've set in motion inside the hearts and minds of your people today, God. I pray that it would continue, Lord. Let it become a part of who we are. Let it be a a part of who I am as an individual, God. I am washed in your blood. I am saved through the work that you've done for me. You shed your blood for me. I thank you for it. Come on, would you just be thankful for a minute. Express that thankfulness to God. I thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for me. That you shed your blood for me. You became the sacrifice for me. I'm thankful for it, God. I'm thankful for it, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Thank the Lord. Amen. One more time, I'm going to make this appeal. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, let me know that you want to do that, and we will make it happen. Praise God. Amen. You are dismissed. Why don't you greet one another? Greet one another in Jesus' name.